Tales of the Free Cities, Season 2, The Free Cities Draft. Episode 16, Little Hawk. Cammy found it strange to be home again after so many months away. The familiar corridors and rooms all seemed a little less so, like they had been claimed by someone else. Her own room was far tidier than she'd ever known it to be. The clothes she'd left behind had all been neatly folded and placed inside of cabinets, or hung in wardrobes, her bed made, and the marble floor wiped clean. It didn't help the sense of alienation. Stranger and more uncomfortable still was the way in which the servants greeted her. Growing up, she'd never noted their pained faces or creaking joints as they bowed or kneeled. After spending time as a commoner, however, Cammy found the practice horrible, insisting on helping them back to their feet despite their protests. A day later, she found they all avoided her. Only the view outside of her window remained unchanged, resisting the taint of her new life. The pale blue ocean washed along the beach the same way it always had, the tide crashing onto the shore. The peninsula was painted the same brilliant green as ever, basking in the sun's glare. Birds circled around, chasing and calling out to each other. It was freedom, pure and simple. She couldn't wait to step out there again and beyond. But first she had to observe formality. Her father had requested her presence, and she wasn't so far removed from this world to have refused him. Now she listened patiently, while he further lamented her decision to leave months ago, and the shame she'd brought to her family. Cammy knew not to interrupt. He'd likely sat on this tirade for weeks and needed to vent. It wouldn't change anything besides. She was going to be an alchemist now, and that's all there was to say on the matter. Eventually Cammy was dismissed, shocking the Chamber of Advisers and Retainers by not offering an answer or protest. She didn't need to. Her actions had already set her on a path she couldn't return from. She had a handful of hours to kill here, and then she would board one of the craft she'd watched from her bedroom window, cutting swiftly through the waters to take her away from here. Yochiro, the estate's oldest retainer, waited in her room. Kami sighed. It was typical of her father to have sent the venerable figure to try and succeed where he had failed. He knew his daughter, along with just about everyone else, regarded the old man as an honoured ancestor, and that she'd be far more inclined to listen to his words of wisdom. You know, Little Hawk, your father would be far happier had you been selected by a more traditional guild. Yuchiro's words were kindly, without trace of condemnation. He worries at the stability of such an institution. As much he does, their dangerous and unproven trade. Kami huffed. Well, if that's his concern, surely he needn't worry. When the guild closes its doors and I come back with my tail between my legs, he'll be able to say he told me so. She didn't fight her petulance. Listening to her father's lecture for so long had left her fuming. Poor Yuchiro was the only target for her ire. Come now, that's not his concern or motivation. He is merely trying to ensure you don't waste years of your life in a fruitless endeavour. Surely you can see that. 
All I see is an old man worried about his legacy and how his errant daughter will earn him shame. If he were half as wise as you, Yoichiro, he would have felt more ashamed to have sent you now. The elderly retainer shook his head. That's not true. I am here of no behest but my own. More than most, I appreciate the young must discover the world for themselves. Then why are you here? Yoichiro's face split into a wide grin. Because I'm coming with you. First you tell me I must fly free. Then you tie shackles to my ankles. I won't suffer that, Yoichiro. Kami offered him an incredulous stare. Besides, what could you possibly offer a Gilball team? The elderly retainer chuckled. I think I can make myself useful, little hawk. He slid his hand into his trouser pocket, the movement ever so innocent, but revealing a dark leather gun belt at his side. For the briefest second, Kami saw a familiar triangle and circle motif embossed upon the surface of a holster, before the hem of his tunic dropped back into place and the firearm disappeared again. Her eyes grew wide. Yochiro's smile grew wider at her dumbfounded expression. You do not bring shame to all under this roof, little hawk. You will fly and make us all proud, and I shall be there to see you take wing. The Free Cities Draft was written by Sherwin Matthews and is the sole property of Steamforge Games Limited. It is reproduced here with their kind permission and their continued support.